welcome back, finally, to another episode of the Peaced Out Podcast. Um, my hiatus from the stream of content was a lot longer than I expected it to be. Um, for those of you who don't know, I live in Texas, and so uh, our power grid got, for lack of a better word, fucked <laughs> by our uh, a winter storm and our lack of compassionate leadership. Um, and I'm just going to leave it at that because I don't really want to get into that much more. But um, long story short, uh, my house was out of power and water for a little bit during a winter storm. We have a lot of animals and a lot of people, and it was really stressful. And recovering from that has been uh, a lot harder than I expected it to be, especially with the astrological climate of the past month. Um, and yeah, so getting back to my routine, my daily rituals and such, and my streams of content and, uh, artistic expressions and stuff, uh, it's been, been hard getting back, but I, I think I'm here, and, um, I'm here with a really good episode, I'm really excited about this one, um, I've been planning this episode for, uh, a couple weeks now, maybe a month, um, it is meditation and magic. So this is um, pretty basic meditation and um, just a lot of info and kind of tips about uh, the basics from meditation, what it means, uh, what magic is, kind of what that means, um, how they intertwine, um, and yeah. So... This episode is pretty heavy on information and uh, just sort of an introduction into these practices and uh, how to go about them. And yeah, so the next episode coming after this one is uh, sort of a sequel to this episode, if you will. Um, it has a lot more to do with the actual practices and uh, some exercises and things of that nature but this episode is very information heavy and very uh sort of like a study episode if you will um i do go over some exercises and different stuff like that uh, i'm just kind of spitballing for i think it's about an hour or so it's pretty long um some of these episodes are probably going to be a little bit longer i am planning to do some episodes that are just quick and short um it really just depends on how much information I have on a topic and how much I sort of ramble. And yeah, so there's not really much else I have to give an intro on in this episode, to be honest with you. Um, oh, I have a guided meditation coming out um, shortly after this episode does. Um, it is sort of a intro into meditation and relaxation practices, um, an intro into elemental uh, rituals, and uh, it's pretty simple. Um, it is sort of an introduction into um, the things that I'm going to be focusing on in my Patreon page. So I'm going to be doing a lot more uh, guided meditations and guided rituals and things of that nature and more in-depth lessons about uh, sort of ritual practices um, the practices that I've done research on and that I practice and um, the random sort of artistic 
and witchy things that I create. Um, I'll probably be posting there as well. It's just sort of another layer of content um, that you can get access to. Um, the link for that is everywhere that uh, that you get my links. Uh, so in the description of the episodes, um, on any of my profiles, anything like that. So if you're interested, uh, you can go ahead and sign up for my Patreon. But other than that, uh, I'm just going to get right into the episode here. So uh, yeah, enjoy and have a good day. Um, I've been really excited to record this episode. Uh, this one is on meditation and magic. Um, we're going to be going over the basics of both of those, uh, how they go together, how they differ. Um, I'm going to be going over the different states of meditation, the different types of meditation and things that you can do with that. Uh, and yeah, more stuff like that. Uh, before we get into the basics of meditation and what that means and what that is, I want to clarify a little bit about what meditation isn't, because uh, I think a lot of people have this idea in their mind of meditation being when you completely sit down and empty your mind of thoughts. And most of the time, that's not the goal of meditation. What meditation actually means um, to meditate on something is to focus on something and to call your attention to something, usually to one thing. Um, a lot of people in their practice, um, that thing that they call their attention to most of the time is their breath. Um, that's why a lot of meditations start with just focusing on your breathing, and that can be the entirety of your meditation if you wanted it to be. Um, meditation, I think, is a really loose thing if you want it to be and if you accept it to be. Um, it doesn't have to be a very formal practice, although that's very helpful in certain circumstances. Um, but yeah, uh, we're going to be going over a little bit about basic meditations. Um, I actually have a guided meditation coming out, um, I think, hopefully at the same time as this episode. Um, it might already be out if you're listening to this episode. Um, it might be out a day or so later, I'm not too sure yet. but. Um, yeah, if you are into guided meditations, I'm going to have a couple of those coming out. Um, but meditation in and of itself doesn't have to be guided. It doesn't have to be anything super extraneous. Uh, it can be just focusing on, say, a candle or your breathing or something simple like that. 
Um, guided meditations are really helpful for people who may be starting meditation and for people that may have a hard time um, focusing or have a hard time sort of training their mind by themselves. Um, it's a little bit easier to have an external audio or um, sometimes it's a sound, sometimes I've seen people do that with a smell uh say if you were to burn an incense in the room and just focus on the smell of the incense so to meditate on something is to simply focus on it and to notice it and to hold your awareness to it and that is simply all that a daily meditation practice needs to be and there are so many different benefits to daily meditation um even just meditation that is as simple as that. You can get into meditations that have purpose and meditations that are a little bit more structured and uh, yeah, have a little bit more of a focus and are intended to do something or to invoke something or to make you feel a certain way or whatever it may be. But the core of meditation, especially if you hear people talking about like meditating for five minutes a day or ten minutes a day or however however long it really doesn't have to be that long i truly think that you can meditate for 30 seconds in a day and that is way more beneficial than meditating never or once every once in a while um but the idea of meditation being something that's so simple especially if you're going to do it so quickly like that if you say you're going to do 30 seconds of meditation in a day if that's what you want to start with if you simply focus on your breath and you simply slow down and what I like to do is just kind of start noticing like how my body feels and what I'm hearing and the things around me in my uh, environment and my circumstances my surroundings and my internal feelings um, and just be aware of that and slow down your breath and when you're practiced at that when you do that more often that often comes often often uh that often comes with a feeling of relaxation and peace and uh there's different breathing techniques that you can do to invoke that feeling but it's really sort of a natural thing to slow your breath and calm down and notice the things around you um, that sort of already puts you in this sort of meditative state of of loose awareness and that's really the the goal of meditative practice is to simply be aware of the things around you and be aware of whatever you need to be aware of in the practice that you're doing um, some meditations have a little bit more of a structure to them and a little bit more of a, a goal and uh oftentimes visualizations that go with them that will help them to feel a certain way or do a certain thing or uh whatever the goal of the meditation is but basic meditations can be anything from staring at a candle and being attentive to it or being aware of your breath or focusing on a certain part of your body or your whole body or simply sitting down in a chair and 
letting yourself feel like you're melting into the chair and relaxing can be a very simple form of meditation and you can do these things anytime that you want to anytime you're doing anything else um you could be stopped at a stoplight and breathe and slow your breath a little bit and feel your body and be a little bit calmer and keep driving not in a way that don't like close your eyes while you're driving obviously but things of that nature uh i'll be at work and simply take a deep breath and notice how your body feels and sort of meditate for 10 seconds and uh i feel substantially better after i do that and it's a thing of if you do this daily and it's a thing that you do often it's a part of your life um it becomes easier to reach that state of mindfulness and relaxation when you put yourself into this like whatever you do your breathing or when you focus on anything it's a lot easier to just slip into it you're closer to it at all times if you practice that on a daily on a daily basis um and so meditation and magic um when you're talking about meditation like i said it's just simply the act of focusing on any one thing and meditation is an essential practice to most if not all spiritual modalities and practices in one form or another i would consider even prayer to be a form of meditation considering you typically sit down or kneel and focus and do one thing and prayer typically has to do with like praying to prayer typically has to do with praying yes um prayer typically has to do with like talking or thinking towards a being or something but that is in and of itself a form of meditation and meditation is something that is very very loose if you want it to be and it's something that's very loose in my life like i said it's something that i do on the fly it's something that i do at work it's something that I do just anytime that I feel a little bit anxious, I try and do a quick little meditation. Um, you don't even have to think of it as a meditation. I think a little bit, when I use the word meditation in my mind, typically that's when I actually am sitting down and meditating. I think of while you're actively doing something and breathing and slowing down, that is a meditation, but I think of it more as like a meditative state that you can access. Um, at any point but there is a difference between doing that and doing that for an extended period of time and making it a meditation or an extended meditation I guess um, and there are benefits to doing that for longer um, you don't necessarily have to do it for very long at all on a day-to-day -day basis but it is helpful sometimes if you're in the mood to or if the feeling arises to sit down and meditate for an extended period of time 10 20 30 minutes uh, even longer than that if you feel like it um, sometimes you will fall asleep I've done that so many times um, but being comfortable with these states and being comfortable in a state of silence and a state of meditation and mindfulness is the basis to any spiritual magical occult 
practice. Um, and it's really essential, in my opinion, to healthy living in general, because there is no end to the benefits of meditation in your day-to-day -day life. Um, and I'm not going to list them here. I don't necessarily know them accurately off the top of my head. Um, I'm sure you could look them up if you're really interested, but there's so many different articles about how meditation can improve your life and improve your mental health and improve your physical health and all different kinds of things. And it really is essential to any sort of occult practice in the sense of even when you're doing things with a sort of uh, intention and purpose and goal and action to them, like say magic or a spell of any kind um if you know what that looks like um that is still a form of meditation and you're still putting yourself into this state of meditation and we're going to go over a little bit over the states of meditation and what makes the meditation um in a little bit but i would like to differentiate magic and meditation by saying that Meditation, like I said, is simply the act of focusing your energy or your attention on anything. While you can think of magic as doing the same, simply focusing your energy on anything, but with the interjection of intent and will, along with action most times. And so when I'm using the words intent and will, what I mean is if you were to meditate, but you were to go into this meditation thinking, I'm doing this meditation for this purpose. I am willing this to happen. I want this to happen. This is my will for this to happen. You're going into it with that intention and with that will. And that is what differentiates meditation and magic most of the time. Magic most of the time does have action that goes with it and does have uh, physical things that you do, whether it be you walk around or do something or say something, but the actual act of spell work or magic, when you think of it in this sense, in the sense of meditation and in the sense of the state that you're in, um, it is very similar to basic meditation and it is meditation in the same way i like to think of it in the same way that um what is what is the saying um a square is a rectangle also all squares are rectangles but not all rectangles are squares all magic is meditation but not all meditation is magic meditation can simply be meditation but magic is meditation at its core and meditation is essential to any form of spiritual practice or mindfulness practice or focused practice really i would say anything where you're drawing your focus to something even if you're not thinking of it in a form of meditation if you're thinking of it of just focusing on something better or concentrating that in and of itself could be thought of as meditation and so if you're loose with your terminology of meditation, I feel like it's easier to 
it's easier to get into meditation and it's easier to practice it daily if you're not thinking of it as such an event and as such a, a thing. Um, that was one of the biggest hurdles for me into incorporating daily practices and meditations and rituals into my life was thinking of it as such a hassle and like a chore or something that like something that you want to do but something that you have to do or that you've set out to do um and it can be really hindering to see it as that and it meditation can be very relaxing and if you get used to it and you incorporate it in your daily life it can be a form of uh unwinding and decompressing rather than feeling like so boring and like a chore because meditation is really fucking boring dude like not even gonna sugarcoat it it sometimes it really is um and it is more so for some people than others um but i that's one of the main hurdles with meditation for me is if i'm like having a day off or something and i'm thinking about oh i haven't meditated today but i'm like actively watching netflix or something or i'm doing something that I enjoy just the thought of stopping and doing nothing or focusing on one very basic thing is so boring but it is really something that when you get used to it it's 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 not necessarily fun but it is something that is very helpful and it's something that's very comfortable and it's is something that's very relaxing and it feels very good to be in a meditative state and to meditate on a day-to-day basis and it becomes something that you look forward to if you let it develop into that and you persist with it for long enough um um, i'm definitely not gonna say that i have had an easy time with meditation or that i even meditate daily consistently in a sense of sitting down and meditating formally um I think that everyone does a form of meditation daily, whether it be uh, simply driving and sitting in silence or before you go to bed, sitting in silence could be uh, thought of as meditation. But I don't, I think that it's really hard for most people to incorporate a formal meditation practice into their day-to-day life uh, because it's it's a little bit of a hurdle especially in our modern world of stimulation and constant uh yeah stimulation and entertainment and uh things going on in the mind and so when you do get to meditating um the thing that happens most of the time is the mind wanders that's that's what happens in meditation that's what happens on day to day and when you're meditating and you're trying to focus on your breath and your mind wanders um simply bringing your mind back to the thing that you're focusing on say it's your breath simply bringing your mind back to your breath and not not feeling a sense of shame or like ugh like i can't do it or like oh like it's hard um just simply being like okay and bringing it back to center and not letting yourself feel um 
bad or down about it in any way um keeping that looseness um and building that foundation of that can be extremely helpful in meditation and i think that part of people having this misconception of meditation being emptying your mind completely of all thoughts um it has an effect of people shaming themselves when they feel like they can't meditate or they have a hard time and meditation is really hard for some people and it's not something to beat yourself up about it's sim it's simply something to bring yourself back to center on and anytime that you feel yourself slipping into meditate or not slipping into meditation but slipping out of meditation and uh actually i don't even want to call that slipping out of meditation that's simply part of meditation is when your mind is sort of slipping uh away from center is just pulling it back and i don't remember for the life of me where i read this analogy but um somewhere i read someone comparing your mind wandering in meditation to the weight being lifted in exercise if I were to physically exercise and lift a weight this is the mental equivalent if this is a mental exercise the weight being lifted is the mind wandering and being pulled back to center and you don't shame yourself for not having lifted the weight yet you don't shame yourself for having lowered the weight and you don't get on yourself about it you just lift it and you just do it and you just bring yourself back to center. And when you hold this loosened awareness, um, these meditative, relaxed, mindful states become your sort of center and base and foundation and the state that you work from more often than not. And it's been proven in studies that meditating even a little bit every day affects how you feel for the rest of the day. So having this foundation in this center is truly beneficial in every form of your life not just spiritually but when you're talking about spiritual meditations in that sense or magic or occult things a lot of uh practices revolve around manifestation and uh and bringing change into the world around you and how you do that is starting from the world inside of you and so what i mean by that is the difference between the subconscious and the conscious mind and i i like to compare meditation um, and deeper meditation to daydreaming and when you're daydreaming i think that you truly are meditating you are in these deeper states of meditation that we'll talk about in a little bit already when you're doing that and um so the the feeling of meditation and the feeling of daydreaming and even like if you were to take a nap or drift off to sleep and you're sort of drifting away from conscious reality that you can see around you um that is the feeling of 
going a little bit more into your subconscious mind and a little bit away from your conscious mind. And your subconscious mind, your internal world, is where magic and manifestation and these deeper practices come from. And so where the subconscious mind and the conscious mind meet is in between the state of sleep and wakefulness. So the different states of brain waves, the different brain wave states, if you will, um, you have the typical state that you're in on a day-to-day -day basis, which is beta state. And this is waking life. This occurs while we are alert, while we're active. This is the most common state. This is where your conscious mind has rule. And this is where you interact with the conscious world. And a little bit deeper than that is alpha state. And alpha state is that state of daydreaming and relaxation that I was talking about earlier. When you're thinking about that feeling of daydreaming in class or something and just being sort of disconnected from what's happening around you. That is typically alpha state. And uh, alpha state has to do with these relaxed states, meditation, daydreaming, like I said. It also has to do with being passively receptive in sort of um, states of light trance and hypnosis. Um, so this has to do with how the brain and how the mind and your energy is receptive in the states where your subconscious mind is more active. And so this is the state between wakefulness and sleep. This is where your subconscious mind and your conscious mind are both active. Um, I compare this to the sun being the conscious mind, the moon being the subconscious mind, this state, the alpha state, being the marriage of the sun and the moon, the marriage of the masculine and feminine internal forces. And I'm going to go a little bit more about that uh, in a little bit. Um, getting a little bit ahead of myself here. But so theta state is a little bit deeper than alpha. And this is typically before and after sleep. This is also light sleep. This is sort of um, if you were to be drifting off into sleep, uh, you know that feeling of you're like basically falling asleep and your friend like shakes you and you're like, Ugh. this is probably the state that you're in when you are in that uh, situation. Um, this is associated with uh, dream states and meditative states, deep meditative states reach theta. Um, this is where the subconscious mind has rule. This is where, uh, say when you're going to bed or when you're falling asleep and you're drifting off and your mind is kind of thinking up all these random scenarios or your mind is just kind of going crazy and making no sense. This is kind of where your subconscious mind is crafting these patterns and creating these things. Um, and this is where dreams come from and this is where this is where you are when you're going into dream states. Um, there is a state below theta, which is delta. And this is deep sleep. This is deep sleep, uh, 
say that twice. Deep uh, dreaming is what I meant the second time. Um, deep states of meditation. Deep, deep states of meditation were reached here. Um, deep healing occurs in this state. Imagine how many times I've said deep. Uh, talking about Delta, this is truly the deepest state of brainwaves, sleep, meditation, all of that. Um, and so subconscious mind has rule down here near the moon states, the subconscious states, theta and delta. Uh, alpha being where subconscious and conscious meet and beta being where the conscious mind is on a day-to-day -day basis. So when you're talking about the conscious and the subconscious mind, um, one thing that the author Neville Goddard talks about is comparing the conscious and the subconscious mind to the masculine and feminine energies of the universe and of yourself. And when I'm talking about masculine and feminine, I'm not talking about physically male and female at all. Um, when you're talking about masculine and feminine energies, typically masculine energy is seen more as active and um, sort of the conscious, active, um, giving energy, the, uh, the very doing energy, the very logical sense. Um, and feminine energy is more likened to uh, receptivity and mysticism and magic and the subconscious mind and these deeper states and these softer states. Um, uh, the feminine energy also has to do with magic and everything that falls under that realm and intuition and things of that nature um and so one of the one of the biggest things about the feminine energy is when you're thinking about the role of the physical female sex um of giving birth creating life and so the feminine energy in a universal standpoint um, in an internal and mental standpoint can be seen as the force that creates and if you're going by that uh, idea the subconscious mind and when you're dreaming and when you're in deeper states of meditation this is where uh, manifestation and magic and creation happens and so when you're talking about the sun being the conscious mind and the moon being the subconscious mind like i said earlier the marriage of the sun and the moon and the masculine and the feminine internal forces is how you bring magic and how you bring manifestations and how you bring whatever word you want to give to it this is the difference between meditation and magic in these states is being in this state and using it to create from the subconscious mind and bring it to the conscious mind to the subconscious world to the conscious world and this is truly the state that you're striving for when you're talking about magic or spell work or uh driven meditations like that and so yeah those are the different brainwave states um those are things that you enter 
on a day-to-day basis those are not specifically for meditation meditation can help you tap into the different states um when you meditate and tap into the different states it's a little bit different than just drifting into say theta um if you're going into a really deep meditation um and typically uh i liken theta state theta was uh light sleep it's uh above delta the deepest state and below alpha um and so the theta state light sleep uh deep meditation um i associate this state with becoming unaware of the external world where you're sort of drifting off into sleep or if you're meditating and you're uh when you reach this state I liken that to the feeling of your body falling asleep and becoming unaware, but your mind and your consciousness still being aware. And um, that is really, when you're going into these deep meditative states, that is the goal, is to keep the mind conscious. And when I say conscious, I don't specifically mean conscious as in the conscious mind. When you're going into that state you are you are keeping the conscious mind active but you are in the realm of the subconscious mind you are in alpha or theta state or deeper um possibly uh but you are still aware and it's something that this is this is just sort of how i see things and how i um have gathered from research and different books and podcasts and things um as you get more practiced into meditation and magic in these different states um i think it'll become clear to you how this all relates to you and how your subconscious and conscious mind relate in your life and how you experience them in your life because i think a lot of people think of their subconscious mind as something that they don't touch they don't interact with it's something that is it's subconscious it's not there like it's not necessary not that it's not there but they they don't they're not aware of it and i don't think that that's entirely true and i think that you experience your subconscious mind a lot more than you think you do um and getting into these meditative states and meditative practices and doing them daily and getting better at them often has the effect of being more aware of the subconscious mind and the conscious mind and where they meet and so when i'm talking about the different states and how the conscious and and subconscious minds relate this is all how i have experienced this i do not claim to be a fucking master yogi of meditation and magic in any way um I am someone who practices this. I am someone who does this daily. I'm someone who does my best to improve upon this and I do research into it. And I'm someone who wants to share it. And I feel like I I have the ability to set you on your own path by telling you about my experiences and how I view things. Um, Uh, But yeah, so aside from the different brainwave states of meditation and of life in general, um, 
there are different types of meditation uh and there's so many different kinds of meditation and different meditations and things that you can do with meditation um and different things that people think up uh that you can do uh some of them you consider magic some of them you could consider shamanism or different forms of uh spiritual practices and modalities um and terminology there's so many different names for things and labels you can put on things and i actually have an episode coming out um about the differences and similarities uh between different practices and the terminology and how things compare um but i don't think that it's super necessary to divide certain things um, especially when it comes to meditation and magic and things of that nature i think it's all about how you view it um uh, and manifestations and things like that specifically but it is important to quantify things to a certain degree and to label things and classify them and so when you're talking about meditation you have your basic basic meditations like i was uh saying earlier and i I put those like the following your breath and just looking at a candle or something of that nature. I put them under a category of focus meditations. Um, So that being anything that simply calls your focus to something and practices your focus. So following your breath and uh, looking at a candle or um one that i've seen a lot of people do is counting up or down and maybe visualizing the numbers in their head um one way that i've done that is counting down from like 10 or 30 or whatever number and viewing it in a bold white font as you're going like at each number as you're saying them mentally and anytime that your focus drifts just calling it back just simple focus meditations um one thing that my roommate actually gave me the idea of um he mentioned this to me i have no idea where he got it from um is the idea of if you were to hold your hands together like you were gently holding a flower and you if you know the image of where your chakras are you know the general area holding your hands down to your base chakra your root chakra and imagining a little flower uh just a few petals not very big and raising it up slowly up the middle of your body uh turning your hands up as it hits your throat in that sort of area, bringing it up past the crown and raising your hands up, still all the way up, sort of cupping and imagining this flower. And as you're bringing it up, the flower is blooming. And you're doing that and you inhale and this flower is blooming. And as it reaches your crown, the flower is fully blossomed. And then you exhale and you bring it down back to where it was and the flower recedes. And that's just sort of a different visualization of focus that you can do. Um, It's a different practice of focus. Um, All of these are very good for practicing, focusing the mind on one thing or maybe multiple things and visualizing um, 
you can do this with any external thing like I was talking about earlier any smells or one thing that I do especially if my windows are open um, or like birds are chirping outside or something um, just listening to the sounds around you like maybe your AC is going if you find that peaceful um, if the sounds around you are stressful um, putting on headphones and listening to meditation music uh, or nature sounds or something of that nature and just focusing on that and simply calling your focus to it um, that is all that that meditation or that form of meditation calls for and these are not formal like forms of meditation this is just the categories that I've put them in to talk about different forms of meditation to give you a better idea of what you can do with this and so you have that you also have basic visual based meditations um, so this is things like relaxation rituals rituals to absorb energy um, invoke energy or say connect to the earth or to like a tree or something um, basic visualizations of I attribute this to say a relaxation ritual um, the one that I have coming out recent or soon is just the feeling of water going over your body and obviously more in depth than that but visualizing that and feeling that over your body and giving that the power of relaxing you and visualizing you doing so and knowing that as you visualize that and as you are in this meditative state and you do this it is actually creating that because you are in this meditative state because you are in this state of the subconscious mind having more rule and creating you visualizing that in and of itself will make the thing happen and so you can relax yourself with this you can visualize roots going down into the earth touching the core of the earth and absorbing and giving energy to the earth back and forth is a very common thing um, one thing that people do is say visualizing the moon above you or simply looking at it if it's full or something but closing your eyes and visualizing uh, c yourself connecting to it absorbing or giving energy to that or any anything of that nature um, basic visual based meditations this can be done with anything that you can think of um, and one thing that's very related to this is basic energy work and so when you're talking about energy and subtle energy and uh, things of that nature um, I think a lot of people have a lot of different ideas about what energy is and looks like and feels like and has to do with reality but um, the fact of the matter unintentional pun because I was gonna say the fact of the matter is that all matter is energy and is made of energy that is scientific truth and energy is all around us and there are many different people who believe in the subtle energy uh, around us that you can manipulate and you can do so simply by visualizing and simply by calling yourself to do so and willing yourself to do so and so if you are into this state of meditation and you are visualizing simply doing that is an 
is in and of itself energy work, but if you are going into it with the intent of energy work and you say something simple like making a little ball of energy or protecting yourself with energy or doing something basic, uh, this is also attributed to magic. Uh, this is what I was talking about a little bit earlier in the sense of these lines kind of blur in between what manifestation is and magic and energy work because even when you're talking about energy work and just visualizing a ball of energy that can be manifestation in the sense of uh some people do a spell uh i've i've read of people doing spells simply of making a ball of energy speaking words into it and releasing it into the universe and that's a visualization that's that could be considered a spell, that can be considered manifestation, any label that you want to put on it. All of these things are intrinsically related. And so when you're visualizing things and you're doing these meditations, if you're going into it with the intent of doing energy work and manipulating energy, it is something that you can easily accomplish from these states. And I'll have a little bit more about this in future episodes. This is something that I'm very interested in. Um, I think energy work and magic, when you start to talk about how these things affect reality and your beliefs about these things in reality is where people start to sort of reel back or differ in different modalities and spiritualities because some people simply view it differently and view reality differently and that's okay uh but on this show we are going to be talking about energy work and subtle energy in the intrinsic energy of the universe and of the world around you often and that is linked with meditation in this way of being in these deeper states and meditation makes those things so much easier and makes those things uh that's i think that's really the state that you're i don't want to say meant to do those things from but i guess meant to i mean it's easiest from that state and i think that you can do energy work and magic and these sort of things from the state of the conscious mind um, and very light meditative states if you're practiced and if you're not even necessarily practice, but if you believe that you can do so and if you're willing to do so, but meditative states definitely make that much easier. And deeper meditative states can be attributed to the next um, sort of type of meditation that I have typed out as trance states. And so trance states are, trance is a little bit um, vague, it's another term that I think is uh, misunderstood a lot. Um, and I think of states of trance and hypnosis as deep, deep states of meditation. Um, I think of this as, I attribute this slightly to that feeling of theta of when your body is sort of falling asleep and your mind is awake. That feeling of being so deep in meditation that you are no longer fully in the physical realm or you are no longer in the physical realm period with your consciousness um obviously you are physically here but your consciousness may not be and so trance states um to me indicate this 
the state of the body being asleep in this deeper meditation um, and it's sort of a prerequisite to things such as astral projection and astral travel um, journeying and remote viewing um, certain spirit work uh, out-of-body experiences and deeper uh, magical practices um, I feel like it's sort of a prereq to these things because I don't think that I don't think that you can get to these deeper states of sort of astral travel and journeying and remote viewing and all those things that I said I don't think that you can necessarily get there without being in this really deep trance state because I think that while you are physically embodied and conscious and fully aware of that that the limitations of that are present um, and that's not to say that the that these things are sort of unreachable in a way unless you get into this state but I think that this is a sort of natural prereq to those things even if you're not thinking of it as a trance state it's the feeling of your body being asleep in that deeper state and your mind being elsewhere is what I attribute to trance states and so the next type of meditation is linked in a way of what trance states is a prereq to in my opinion is transcendental meditation um i actually didn't really put this together until i was writing these two things down next to each other in my outline for this episode um when you're th when you're even just the words trance states and transcendental meditation and when you're saying transcendental what that means is anything not of this physical reality um this could be anything from energy from um when you're doing when you're talking about transcendental meditation this could be something of separating consciousness from physicality um like i said of of your body falling asleep but more in a sense of uh the best way that i can describe this is in terms of i guess magic and um consciousness in the way of when you're reaching the state of transcendental meditation and you're talking about it in a sense of transcendental is the idea of something being otherworldly from not our physical reality and so when you're in this state and you reach this trance state and your body falls asleep and you're here and you're doing transcendental meditation you are for all intents and purposes in a different dimension you're in a mental astral magical dimension and the reason that i use this terminology is because if you're thinking of the dimension that we live in um from what most people think of the word dimension um are reality the world that we live in this plane of existence this world um it's one of physicality and it's one that we experience through our physical senses and it is also something that is reflected within us and it the our internal world is just as deep and complex as the external world and so when you're in these deeper states of meditation it is perfectly reasonable to assume this as a 
different place, a different dimension. Um, you're experiencing it utterly and completely differently from the physical reality. Your, your physical body is completely asleep. And so if you're working off of this idea, um, many people view this, um, this can be attributed to casting a circle in magic um, and witchcraft, uh, the idea of sort of a dimensional pocket or you're between the worlds, um, between the realms, the idea of you have the power uh, to cast that place and that plane and that sort of uh, space and set yourself there and um, separating consciousness from time and space. And you can do some really interesting things here, um, but this is definitely something that I will go more in depth um, further in the future in different episodes. Um, this is a little bit more of a topic that I would wanna delve into on its own, but um, transcendental meditation in and of itself is the idea of not being here, something otherworldly, other, another realm, another dimension, whether that's one of your own creation or one that you sort of wish to explore um, and experience in your own way, uh, if that's something that you are open to. Um, and so all of these things stem from this basic, basic practice of following your breath and being still because you can't reach these states while your mind is chattering and that base of mindfulness and meditative sense and awareness is not only the base of all these practices but i believe it's the base of consciousness and it's the base of who you are and what you are because if you silent the mind and you're not necessarily silent i don't want to use that terminology but focus the mind on any given thing on any given feeling and that feeling of mindfulness um that is really it's a state that you can see things clearly from and it's a state that you can be receptive in and be open to getting to these deeper states of energy work and magic and trance and transcendental meditation and all of these things um and it's something that you can do a lot with and so when i'm talking about in the future or you're you're hearing or researching in the future about magic or meditative states or manifestation or anything of that nature I want you to think of it in a sense, um, in a little bit of a looser sense, in a way of this is just what you're doing anyway. This is your consciousness. This is the different states that your brain travels to um, from your conscious mind to your subconscious mind. And it's something that is intrinsically linked with who you are and what you are and how you experience reality. and just simply paying attention to that it could be considered magic and could be considered manifestation and could be considered whatever word that you want to put on it because of 
what happens when you do that when you're aware of your subconscious mind and you become more aware of that and you're able to bring that into the conscious world more readily and it changes how you view things and i feel like it sort of lessons and feelings and revelations sort of come naturally when you walk down these paths and when you start doing daily practices i cannot stress enough the importance of daily practice even if it's not meditation um i think it should be meditation honestly and if you're doing daily like ritual practices or magic practices i think that those are meditation in and of themselves anyway but daily practices to live a more spiritual or magical life is really really important for um getting away from the mundane feelings or the feelings that you probably are uh, looking to alleviate if you are into the idea of spirituality or um, the universe being bigger than yourself or being bigger than what you thought it was. Um, and yeah there's just so much that you can do with meditation um i had a couple things that i wanted to go over quickly um this episode has already been pretty long but some of the things that i like to do with meditation meditation and uh manifestation and simple things like that is um one thing of note is that any meditation can be done as you fall asleep because this is a state that you naturally reach as you're going to sleep and as you are asleep um, if you have trouble meditating on a day-to-day -day basis or say you want to get more into manifestation specifically but you have trouble getting into a deeper state of meditation willingly to practice that as you're drifting off into sleep um, doing the practices that you need to do or you want to do whether that be manifesting things or um, another thing that I had on this list that I wanted to talk about was um, the idea of traveling with your mind right and separating the consciousness from time and space and so if you're doing that and you're going by that idea um, going back to a different time in your life um, and knowing that that is something that you can actually mentally be in and travel to and um, forgive me I could not source or quote this in any way uh, but I have read somewhere that to your mind uh, an imagined reality a uh, a seemingly imagined reality like a daydream or an imagination or a visualization or a fantasy in your mind is incomprehensible to your brain from physical reality from a real event so if you are to imagine something or manifest something from that state and feel that thing truly um if you are to do that in a form of manifestation, that is very helpful, and in this form of going back and feeling things and seeing things. If you go back to this state and your brain isn't able to 
uh, differentiate that from reality. You can use those states and you can use this, even the state of say you're falling asleep and you're doing this, traveling back to a time in your life where maybe there's old trauma or something that's embarrassing um, that you would really rather just heal. Um, and viewing this as a sort of mental and conscious time travel. I say conscious in the sense of uh, traveling your consciousness through time in your memories and um, healing yourself from this state. Imagine, say, you uh, have a memory that is embarrassing of you saying some dumb shit when you were a kid. Um, and it's not that big of a deal, but it's something that sucks. And you think about it when you're going to bed and you think about it uh, when you're trying to meditate and it comes up and you're embarrassed about it, whatever. Um, you, you can travel back to that mentally. You can go there. You can see it happen. You can witness it. You can look it in the eyes and feel it, and then you can change it. And you can do this from a sense of being separate from yourself in the memory, or sometimes I like to do it as if it's something from, say, when I was a kid, have younger me being there and me now, me as the age I am now being there as sort of a mediator and sort of pausing the situation and being like, hey, and talking to your inner child and talking it through and healing that and feeling through that can be extremely beneficial as a meditation practice and as a healing practice um and one another thing is centering uh one thing that people say often um and this can be the idea of just focusing on any one thing uh people typically when they say centering i think they're talking about the heart center the center of your body um, the middle of your chest, bringing it there, centering. Um, that's a very big thing in spiritual and magic practices. Um, uh, another thing is to focus your attention on a candle flame and meditate that to invoke the element of fire, the ultimate alchemizer, to alchemize and change your energy and your aura. If you have something that's sort of just gunking you up that you don't feel great, meditating with a flame and uh, feeling it and working with it and visualizing it, burning away the old energy and alchemizing it into something new. Um, and yeah, all of these things just go to show how powerful these states can be and how versatile they can be. These are just things that I've thought of or I have read of or, or things that are sort of common knowledge or common practice that gets shifted around um, in different cultures and different practices and different modalities. Um, and you can truly do anything that you can think of um, in these states. Uh, and that's sort of the beauty of manifestation and magic is that if you can visualize it and you can give it intent and purpose, then you can do it. And if you become more practiced at these things and you do them daily, you will have more ideas of ways that they can work for you and how they can resonate for you and how they can improve your life and help you get through things. Um, and they can be done in a deep way and in a subtle way. Like I, I said, 
time traveling back and healing old traumas or simply uh falling asleep and manifesting i don't know 20 bucks um and it's it's something that is so important and so uh essential to any spiritual practice and any mindfulness practice and really any practice of slowing down and living a more peaceful life um i think meditation is something that's absolutely necessary for that and um yeah i have a couple guided meditations coming out on uh on here actually on my main like streaming channels um i also have more going up on my patreon um I have my first guided meditation on water. I mentioned it a little bit earlier. It's an introduction into working with the element of water and relaxation rituals in general. It's a very simple one. Um, it should be coming out around the same time as this episode, so keep an eye out for that. If you want a guided meditation to start your practice with or to uh, just listen to and work with, um, it's laid out in a way that it's a concept that you can do as me guiding you and as you get comfortable with it, something that you can do on your own. And it's very simple and it's something that can help you in a lot of ways, I think. Um, and it's just another way of doing things. It's a, a, um, a take on relaxation rituals, which are just so vast on books and the internet and different podcasts and things. There's many different ways that you can use visualization and energy to relax yourself and to aid yourself and heal yourself and so uh yeah i think that that is pretty much all that i had to say for this episode i really wasn't expecting it to be quite this long um if you listen to this all the way through thank you i appreciate it um uh, check out my Patreon page for more meditations, um, more guided meditations. I have some coming out on my main streaming channels, uh, like I said. Uh, and yeah, uh, have a good day.